0: You're listening to Panthers on Tap. I'm Curtis Round, joined by Bryson Carbley. We're just two fans sharing a love for the game in Carolina Panthers football. So join us. Crack open a cold one, some bubbly, a little wine, some scotch. We don't care. Whatever makes you sleep better at night. Before we dive into today's episode, a little self-promotion. Stop what you're doing. Go give us a follow on Twitter at Panthers on Tap. Join our discussion on our Facebook group, Panthers on Tap. We have over 2,500 members you can also find all of our episodes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search Panthers on tap. Don't forget to follow Bryce and I on Twitter at Coach Ruhl and at Curtis underscore round. Bryson, we're shooting. We're recording on Wednesday here. How are you doing this evening?
1: I am good, man. I'm excited with the schedule release, just going through the Panthers games and us picking out which ones we're going to and um, really wish I had some season tickets. That's uh, Maybe that's down the road in the future sometime, but Uh, I'll be going to almost every home game this year it seems like so might as well spend the money and get some season tickets.
0: (laughs) Yeah I'm excited it's it's you know it's the second Christmas that we had the draft and you're getting your Christmas gifts and this is just more of a a little another taste of football for us fans here so I like it. Let's start right away It, it came out this morning the Panthers season opener it's a revenge game for a lot of guys not just Sam Darnold the Jets come to town he doesn't get much time to prep for his uh former team
1: yeah it's exciting to have them uh right right off the bat um Sam Darnold gets to come in and prove what kind of quarterback he he is and what kind of mentality he has because I'm excited to see if he if he takes it personal for from what the Jets did and um how many people have said that they haven't given him much help throughout his career and then they trade him and move on to a rookie quarterback this year. I'm excited to see what kind of mentality he comes with to the game, um, what kind of game he has. Uh I I liked it uh on ESPN earlier today, I saw um I forgot the guy's name. But he's
0: I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: he, he's been on like Stephen A uh, Stephen A show a lot. But uh he was like, Yeah, I am I'm petty. I hope he gets three hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns and uh against the Jets. And I'm I'm right there with him. I, I do think that Sam Darnold's gonna have a good game. Uh, against the Jets, against his former team, to start the season, but
0: I think he has to. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, it, I, I think it's it's going to say a lot about how the season is going to go because one, the Jets aren't a good team, so he should have a good game against the Jets, and two, he's got that that chip on his shoulder, that extra motivation. So um, I think it's going to it's going to kind of give us a glimpse into the how, how the season is going to go, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, not he. He doesn't know what they're going to run schematically on both sides of the ball, but he knows a lot of those players in the locker room and you know practicing and playing and seeing them in games. So he he knows some of those guys on defense. So he's got to have a feel for them. Um, so that that's kind of promising, and you know I'm excited to see you. Know, it's Zach Wilson versus Sam Darnold too. So we get to see what Zach Wilson's all about in the NFL. As this is all the hype, the number two pick. Uh, what it's all built up to be. I mean, he's going to be staring down Brian Burns, Hassan Reddick, I mean, Reddick. That defense is is going to be much improved from last year, so I'm excited to see that. JC Horn and uh Dante Jackson lining up. I mean, who the hell did they got at wide receiver over there in New York? That those are going to be some exciting matchups to see uh, with with this uh Panthers defense and Phil Snell.
1: Yeah, it's it, that's that's another thing you mentioned. Uh I, I'm excited to see JC Horn on the field as well. To see I mean, like you said, they're not gonna be matching up against these great receivers. So JC Horn should have a good game as well. Um just just to see what he gets what he brings to this defense and to see the defense on the field together. Uh, I think they've added a lot this offseason and um they should be good. And my, my opinion they should be a top fifteen defense at, at in like the worst case scenario. So Um, I'm I'm excited to see them give Zach Wilson hell his first game in the NFL. Welcome, welcome him to the NFL. I'm looking at the Jets depth chart
0: right now. They got, you know, they got Jamison Crowder, Denzel Mims, they drafted Elijah Moore. So right out of the gate, you know, J.C. Horn, he's got some guys to lock down right away and that's going to be exciting. They've drafted Vera Tucker. I'm curious to see how he's going to hold up against, you know, these D tackles that Carolina has that's I'm excited to see some of those matchups, especially Vera Tucker, me and you were talking about him. We thought he was going to, you know, he was going to be a decent rookie coming out. So.
1: Yeah, I agree. And yeah. Like you mentioned uh, Daquan Jones and um, De- Derek Brown, Brian Burns, Hassan Rick, that defensive line is going to be really fun to watch, especially against, I think the jets have improved their offensive line quite a bit and through the draft and our free agency and um, <clears throat> just the moves they've made of recent. So. It's going to be very interesting. Week one, we'll start the season off. I'm definitely going to try to be there. So I know you will be too, trying to get there. Our, our other friend uh, is a Jets fan as well. So uh, we're we're going to try to get there and watch a week one win, hopefully.
0: Well, let's go to week two here. Carolina, they stay at home, and they're going to face the new Saints. Let's call them the new Saints. You know, Drew Brees is gone. You would think it's Jameis starting could it be Taysom Hill? I mean, I think it's Jameis Winston. You know, that's, we don't know what to expect out of this team because we didn't see a lot of Jameis last year when Drew Brees was out. So that's something, and maybe that was Sean Payton purposely doing that. So teams don't have a look really on, on Jameis, but you know, that's something to look forward to the saints. You know, it's every, I mean, since I've been a Panthers fan every year, you're like, Oh, this saints game, you're, you're worried about it. Drew Brees is there. And now it's like you know Carolina has a really good chance of winning this thing.
1: The Panthers definitely on paper are a better team this year than the Saints are. Um, I the Saints have lost people due to their cap casualty and just their cap hell they're in right now, and um, they're they've lost people in important roles on, on defense and and on offense. So um, I think on paper the Panthers are just a better team this year for the first time in a long time, and. I think the Panthers' defense is going to, if it's Jameis Winston, uh, Lord help him, he's going to have his hands full uh, with Brian Burns and that defense that we've already talked about. So
0: I'm excited to see what Sean Payton does with that team. I don't think they lost a whole lot on defense. Hats off to their GM for getting them out of cap hell. But, yeah, I mean, you know, does Terrace Marshall start that game? Is that a slap in the face to Sean Payton? Cause uh, there's rumors that Carolina jump are found out that the saints wanted him at what is it? 60. And they took him at 59. So, you know, that that's something it feels like Carolina and the saints have been sharing this, you know, there's draft feud these last couple of years, um, you know, with Tommy Stevenson and stuff like or Stevens and stuff like that. So, you know, there, there is definitely some inner division rift there with the draft, but, you know, it that makes it exciting for us fans, and I'm looking forward to that one. This next game, I don't get the Thursday night. I don't get the Thursday night appeal. They must have been banking off of Carolina acquiring Deshaun Watson. That's the only thing I can think of of why this game is Thursday night. It doesn't make sense at all. This is Carolina's added game. This was their 17th game this year. Now that the season has extended a little bit but yeah week three thursday night football at tennessee what do you think of that one
1: at, at texans at uh texans at i'm sorry oh, you're <laughs> yes um it's it, it's interesting to say the least uh i think that every year we get a thursday night game uh, a couple of thursday night games that are you kind of scratch your head and say how is this a primetime game but um i don't think houston's gonna be a very interesting team this year uh, i think this is gonna be a blowout carolina's gonna embarrass the Texans, but, uh, I just, I mean, it's going to be exciting just to see the Carolina Panthers play well, but it I, does the
0: shot is Deshaun Watson, the starter you think in week three? No, or is he I, I don't think
1: Deshaun Watson plays this upcoming season. If he does, if Deshaun Watson does play, that's a whole, that's a whole different story, but I'm, I'm basing my opinion off of Deshaun Watson, not playing this season, um, which I think is going to be the case. And I don't think it's going to be a good game to say the least as we move on down the schedule unless you had something else to say about the Texans no go ahead go ahead staying in Texas week four versus the Dallas Cowboys if they're healthy if if Dak is back and playing well and healthy um, with his
0: it, contract he got yeah
1: this is going to be the first I think the first real challenge on the schedule for the Panthers um, I think the Saints obviously just being the Saints week two could give them some issues but I don't think so. Um, in general, I think week four is their first challenge uh, of the season. And it's going to be an interesting game because the Cowboys are going to be decent um, with Dak and Ezekiel Elliott. And then their, their offense is just a good offense in general. So,
0: yeah, it's hard to get a read on them because, you know, Dak went out last year. Mike McCarthy came in and his coach. So what are you really going to see out of this team? You the the one thing that you know Dallas struggled with last year besides Dak getting injured and their offense struggling was their defense wasn't that great. It totally fell off once um Jason Garrett left. So I'm curious to see what that offense is going to look like. You got a little taste of it early on until Dak got hurt. But if he can stay healthy, that that is gonna be a tough matchup for Carolina's defense. But I think they're up for the challenge. Yeah, they've added so many pieces this past year. But yeah, that's one thing I'm curious about what, how does, you know, Dallas got Micah Parsons to this off season. So to see what he can do in the middle for them in that defense, uh, they they lost Sean Lee. So it, it, that's, you're, you're right. That's going to be probably their, I would think their toughest matchup. I think saints too, is pretty close to that. Any division game is hard, no matter who's playing quarterback for what team that's going to be difficult, no matter what you're doing going up against Sean Payton. So saints will come to play but yeah dallas is one to mark on the calendars and that could be a fun one to go to go down to dallas and party it up there and that stadium some is something crazy man i've i've been check out the stadium yeah and I've, I've been outside of it Jones.
1: yeah i've been outside of it and i've been in the, the the like the shop like the nfl shop whatever um where they sell like jerseys and shit so Um, I haven't actually like seen the field because when we were there, there was like some WWE event going on and they were setting up for it. But uh, just from the outside in the shop, it is ridiculous. It's probably like one of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen in my life. And it would definitely be interesting to go to that game. Uh, And like I said, I think it's going to be the first really chat. Well, the first legit challenge, I believe on the schedule, I think, like you said, the saints could cause issues just because it's a division rival and, and, Anytime we play the Saints, it seems like no matter who's playing, is a hard game. I remember a couple of years back when me and my brother went to a game versus the Saints. It was towards the end of the season, and uh, Josh McCown was in and uh, playing quarterback for the Saints. And it, this is when when we had uh, Norman, <clears throat> Josh Norman, playing corner, and the it was it was the final drive of the game, I believe, and the Saints were driving down to score to win the game. Uh, and Cam was playing quarterback, and Josh Norman intercepted uh, Josh McCown in the end zone and pretty much sealed the victory. But I mean, uh, that's just one example of the saints having a no name at quarterback and still challenging the Carolina Panthers when they were at at the best they've been in a long time. So um, like like you said, week two could be interesting.
0: Yeah. And just to go back to that Texans game in week three, Carolina does have the late bye this year in week 13. So That week three game is on Thursday. They're going to get a mini buy then going into Dallas, which will be a little, it'll be a little nice for them. You'd like to see the buy a little bit earlier. Let's go to week five. They they come back home after a two game stint on the road, and they're up uh, up against Philadelphia, which has got a whole new face left after Doug Peterson was fired.
1: Yeah, this is another interesting one. Um, I think this could be a good game as well. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I've been a fan of his since he was he's been drafted, or even going into the draft process. Um, I think he's going to be a, a solid quarterback for the Eagles for a while. And they've they've they drafted Devonte Smith. Uh, they got some more firepower on offense. Miles Sanders at running back. It's going to be an interesting game if their defense can play well. It's going to be a close one, I think, and uh, a, a good home game for Panthers fans to go and watch. Yeah,
0: Philly coming to town. This is one I wouldn't mind going to. Philly fans are crazy. They are nuts, you know. Getting them up at BOA, you could make some for some. I mean, a lot of a lot of nine one one calls. I'm sure that day. But yeah, that's that's gonna be a good game. I think it's hard to read this team, the Eagles, because they got a whole new staff. They're going with Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. We'll see if he uh, turns it around this year. But that's something to look forward to. But yeah, I think this. I think it, this one could go either way. Um, I think Philly could pull out a win here, but I also think Carolina, if their defense is on and good old Sammy D ain't throwing interceptions, they might come out with a victory on this one. Let's go to week, week six, Minnesota comes to town, October 6th, 17th, one o'clock game. You'll, you'll hear a theme throughout this. Carolina has majority of their games at one o'clock. So, but that's fine. I'm fine with that. You don't, don't give, don't give Carolina the spotlight. And that's when they decide to show up and surprise a lot of people, let them fly under the radar and everyone's talking shit about them. Cause that's usually when they do good anyway, but Minnesota, I, this is a Kirk cousins here at, to, to prove himself. I'm not saying he's going to go out and, you know, beast it up, but he's got a lot to prove this year for Minnesota. So that I'm curious to see what he does with that team, but you, you know, they're not no easy challenge. I mean, they're Delvin cook and their wide receiver that they just drafted, man, that guy is special. He's a good wide receiver. That's going to be a tough matchup and a fun one to watch with him and JC Horn going at it this year. But yeah, week five, what do you think of Minnesota?
1: I'm excited for that one. I think that's uh, going to be a really good game. Uh, I remember last year, uh, they, the Carolina Panthers lost to the Vikings by one point, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. So I think that with a more competent team in general, with a more competent quarterback, hopefully uh, that is going to be a better game swaying to the side of the Carolina Panthers and, and it being at home this time. So I'm excited to see the J.C. Horn versus Justin Jefferson matchup. The Adam Thielen, you can't forget about Adam Thielen. He's a, a beast too. Um, and then you got Dalvin Cook obviously one of the best running backs in the league so uh, Derek Brown and Daquan Jones and Morgan Fox will all be having their hands full that game as well I'm sure and then we'll see how the secondary does because Kirk Cousins isn't some bum back there at quarterback Kirk Cousins is is decent I, I mean at the at the very least I would say is he's decent and he, he I mean he can get the job done he's proven that he can uh, maybe not to an, an elite talent but he can throw the ball. So it's going to be a challenge for the uh, Panthers secondary, um, their second or third one of the season probably. So it's going to be very interesting.
0: This next game, this is the Dave Gettleman game. Carolina goes to the the New York Giants on, on October 20, 24th. I honestly think this is going to be their toughest matchup of the ones we mentioned. I think the Giants could – that defense they got. So I mean, I, I'm just looking at their depth chart some of those guys they added in the secondary they got james bradbury logan ryan adory jackson Jabil preppers that is some that is nasty um and it's dan and i think daniel jones he's i i think he's got something I, I think he's got something there if that guy can stay healthy this giants team i think could be a surprise this year i really do and i think this is going to be carolina's besides dallas and you know, maybe the Saints, I think this could be their toughest matchup weeks one through seven going into it. I really do.
1: Yeah, I uh, I agree with the defense. Um, I think that the Giants will have probably the best defense they've played up to this point in the season. But I don't think it's really going to be um, their toughest matchup. I don't think that – I think, like I said, I think the Cowboys will be up to this point probably or the Vikings. Um Daniel Jones, the stat.
0: I'm not buying the Vikings. I'm not sold on them. I'm not sold on them.
1: Yeah, I. They they could go either way. It seems like each season they're they something different. They're either really good or they're just they're just disappointing. So, um, anyways, Daniel Jones last season, two thousand nine hundred forty three yards, eleven touchdowns, ten interceptions, sixty one point five QBR, tied twentieth in the league. I'm not worried about Daniel Jones at all. Um, Daniel Jones is not good, and I don't think he's anything to worry about uh saquon barkley scares me uh, but he's coming off that that big injury so we'll see how he plays or but they
0: got kenny Doll- galladay sterling shepherd darius slayton evan ingram i mean those guys aren't
1: they ain't chumps i mean they they, they had Kenny galladay that's their big addition this offseason yeah like but like i said who's throwing the who's throwing them the ball though daniel jones i'm not worried about daniel jones so yeah but when he's got time in the pocket he can scramble a little bit you think he's gonna have time in the pocket against that defensive line
0: i don't know i mean the giants added some linemen too so that's i mean i just think they daniel jones could if he can stay healthy and people can keep him upright i think he could be decent with some of the guys they add in and you look at their defense they're i mean their defense looks pretty damn good yeah (laughs) it's it, it I mean, and going against Carolina's offensive line, that it might still be patchwork right now. I mean, no. Danny Shelton, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Reggie Ragland, Blake Martinez. I mean, those, and that's just the front seven. And their their back four is lockdown city. So I don't know. I that's I, that that team scares me a little bit going into week seven. Let's move on. This is the game we're hoping maybe we can get to in Atlanta. Halloween we might have to dress up in costumes for that game Bryson well what do you think of Atlanta this is going to be fun the Kyle Pitts JC Horn first first edition
1: yeah I'll dress up in my 28-3 costume and just wear that when we go down there I'm sure we'll make a lot of friends but yeah I'm uh I'm excited uh you know anytime Carolina goes to Atlanta it's a tough game for them it doesn't matter what the records are the season it doesn't matter who's playing it's a, it's a hard game and it's hard for Carolina to win in Atlanta and I think last season was the first time they did it since like 2017 or 2016 or something like that but um and, and they did it and it was a good game but uh as like like I said it's it's a hard game to win in uh, Atlanta I'm excited for it I think the Falcons are gonna be decent this year I don't think they're gonna be terrible but uh they're they're my team that finishes last in NFC South but I don't think that that's a bottom of the barrel team in the, in the league though um they're gonna have an exciting offense with matt ryan and kyle pitts and julio and calvin ridley it's gonna be exciting to watch and it's another challenge for carolina's defense to show what they got um, carolina's defense has their work cut out for them to begin the season that's for sure um and we'll see how that defensive line does running back wise they drafted a running back didn't they no, they and
0: this this is what I was gonna bring up. This is Revenge City, man. It's Mike Davis, man. Oh, yeah, that's Mike right. Davis Mike Davis back yeah, there. Yeah. And and we were Panther fans. I love I loved Mike Davis last year. He was just so consistent and reliable, you know. And that was McCaffrey goes out, and that guy just pounded the rock, catch it out of the backfield, missed tackles. That spin move. He loved that spin move. We talked about that spin move all season long. I I hated that he left, and I I can't stand that he went in the division. But, yeah, it it seems like Atlanta is kind of taking a card out of the Panthers playbook. They're putting a lot of chips into their offense this year, Um, kind of like what Carolina did last year. And their defense, I'm just looking through some of these guys. I don't even know half these players. To be honest with you, some of these guys, I mean, they added, they did take, they did steal Richie Grant from Carolina. I would have liked to see him drafted by the Panthers, but you know, and they do have some pieces on defense, but not a whole hell of a lot. So they're going to be relying a lot on that offense and their offense does look scary. I mean, if they don't trade Julio still, if if they got rid of Julio, they still got a lot of weapons, but that's going to be a fun matchup. Atlanta, another team I hate in this division. I mean, I hate them all, but that Atlanta just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. Them Atlanta just,
1: irks me to the core. I think they're my least favorite team in the division. If I had to pick one,
0: it's saints for me. They just, I don't have a place for them in my heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to week nine. This is the game that every Panthers fan has been putting on their radar wants to go to tickets are selling fast or selling for high price. Cam Newton returning to Bank of America Stadium, we hope. Could be Mac Jones. I still think Cam's going to be in there this season. I really do. Week 9, November 7th. Mark it on your calendars. I can't believe they disrespected the Panthers and Cam Newton and made this a 1 o'clock game. I think it's bullshit. But let's get into it. I mean, Bryson, are you going to be rooting for Cam? Who do you want to win this game? Let's talk about it.
1: I'm going to pull for the Panthers to win, obviously. it's The Panthers are my team at the end of the day, but uh, I'm not going to be mad if Cam Newton has a, a really good game, obviously. I think that uh, it's going to be – well, well, first of all, let me start by saying I'm not sure if Cam Newton is going to be starting week nine or not because he's going to be on a very short leash. Um, and I think that the pa- or Patriots fans are going to be calling for Mac Jones early. The first interception that Cam Newton throws, if, if it's right or wrong, they're going to be calling for Mac Jones because Patriots fans – weren't even happy with them re signing Cam Newton this season. So he's gonna be on a short leash with the coaches, I believe, and with the fans.
0: Which I don't I just I don't get why I know, I
1: don't either. Uh he, he came in with uh during COVID. Um he got COVID during the season. He he had no training camp or anything and
0: learning into a playbook. And one of the yeah.
1: worst supporting casts in the NFL and still won how many games they win? Seven or something last season. So, I mean, he he played decent last year, and I think this year he'll play even better. But I don't know. With with the way that the Patriots culture is and with their fans, I don't know if he'll be starting week nine. I hope he is just so he can get his revenge game. But week nine, I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be there if Cam's playing. If he's not, I'm not going to be there. I don't give a shit about being there if he's not there. But I'm going to be watching it on TV, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, Cam Newton, if he's playing – Oh, my God, it's going to be a bloodbath, man. He is going to give it all he has. He's going to have the biggest chip on his shoulder that he's ever had playing Carolina Panthers in Carolina for the first time since leaving. uh, Well, since getting kicked out, I should say. So, I'm excited for that game. If he's playing, bet your ass I'll be there. I'll be drunk. I'll probably be cheering for both (laughs) offenses. Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm going to want the Panthers to win just because, you know, I'm a Panthers fan, and that's my team, and I'm going to support them through – whatever happens unfortunately what happened with cam newton i i don't agree with but they did what they did and um it's like basically going through a divorce and uh i mean i'm just gonna just stick stick with my team man
0: yeah this is kind of like in our situation divorce the wife and then you see your wife out at at a restaurant a couple years later. It's that first interaction. It's going to be awkward. Fans are excited for it, but yeah, I mean, I I'm ready for it. I'm kind of past. I mean, was I'm, I was salty. I hated it. I hated they got rid of him. I wish he would have stuck with the team last year. I'm kind of over it. It is what it is. I'm excited to see him play. And I, I hope to be there if he is suited up and he's starting. I wouldn't mind seeing my boy Mac Jones, though, either. So, (laughs) who knows? If you don't go to that game and Mac Jones is there, I might have to make a visit there just to see what he's all about. Yeah, you're going
1: solo on that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But... No, I, I'm excited to see Cam. I'm going to be rooting for the Panthers. I hope they pummel him. I really do. I don't want blood and guts 2.0 with Steve Smith, the ice up son, none of that garbage. I hope Cam gets sacked all over and Brian Burns is doing the Spider-Man dance and we're, we're celebrating, drinking beers in God, the stands. That's and harsh,
1: man, that is harsh.
0: <laughs> I'm ready for Carolina to take it to Bill Belichick. So no, I, I, I don't want Cam Newton to light it up. I want him. I don't. I don't want to see what happened when Steve Smith came back to Carolina and they played Baltimore for the first time. I hated that. I hated seeing him. It just made it me more salty that we got, that the team got rid of him. And I feel that's the way I'm going to be if Cam Newton and, you know, Cam Newton's going to, he's going to have a, he is going to come out blazing that game. He is. So there it's going to be a tough game if he's out there under center, but I'm really excited for that one. And finally, you know, Hopefully after that game, fans can, you know, the, the real true die hard Cam Newton fans can settle down. I know they'll never get over it in the end. We'll be talking about this in 30 years, but hopefully Carolina comes out on top on that one. Let's go to week 10, November 14th. They're at Arizona. 405 game. This is the, the one 405 game they have. And, you know, Hassan Reddick's had this one marked on his calendar. He's talked about it. He's been tweeting about it. This is going to be a tough game for them.
1: Yeah. Hardest game of the season up to this point, I, I believe. Arizona is going to be a legit contender this year for the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Arizona has made a lot of good moves. Um, and free agency. They've signed a lot of, of veteran talent. Um, Kyler Murray, I'm a huge fan of. I think Kyler Murray is a, a legit quarterback. They bring in James Conner. They bring in A.J. Green on offense. They they have a legit team from top to bottom. They don't have a weakness, really. They, they really do not have a weakness, and I think if Cliff Kingsbury can get his stuff together, which when they hired him, I, sh- I was scratching my head because I didn't really understand the hire, and I still don't understand the hire, but If he can coach this, I mean the only team this the only way this team is gonna fail this year is if it's by coaching, in my opinion. So if they're not coached well, they're not gonna play well, obviously. So we'll see where they are week 10. But I think the Cardinals are gonna be the toughest match up to this point in the season for the Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah, they got, I mean, they really added a lot. You can tell they put all their chips in in these next couple years. This team with Hopkins and AJ Green, Connor, Kyle Murray. I mean, that's a he's a force to be reckoned with on the ground and in the, the air. And then you got Watt on defense, who replaces Reddick, who had all those sacks last year. And I mean they got pieces on defense too. Carolina squeaked out a victory last year, but this this team. I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not buying into that. I still think there are things that Kyle Murray does that I'm not a big fan of. You like him more than I do. And he had a good year last year, 26 touchdowns, two interception or 12 interceptions. But I think he's still, when it comes time to playoffs, I'm, I'm not sold on it yet. We'll see. Maybe, maybe he'll show up this year, but that is a team. I think it's going to be a tough one to come out, come out with a victory. And I, especially on the road you're going with the time change to Arizona that's not that's that's difficult in itself and then you're playing a pretty elite team it's going to be hard to come by to get a victory there but Carolina did it last year so this is one this is one
1: we should definitely consider going to I think uh at Arizona, it's gonna be a good game. Get get to see a, a good team. And I've never been to Arizona, the state of Arizona. Yeah, maybe so. we'll
0: mark this one on our, maybe we'll go with the riot or we'll we'll find a way to hook up with them and maybe we'll try to get to this game. Yeah. We've been we've been we've been talking about capes in the last hour and a half before this. So maybe we'll try to get out to Arizona. That would be cool. I've never been out, out west. I mean, i have been out there is Nebraska, and I don't even count that. So <laughs> maybe we'll try to get to Arizona. We'll talk to the wives and try to con them in. They, they like warm weather. I'm sure they won't complain. Yeah, um, it's indoors. So. <laughs> well, let's go to week 11, November 21st, you know, right before Thanksgiving. And it's Ron Rivera returning to Bank of America Stadium. I love Ron Rivera. I miss that guy. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Washington football team a little bit here. One o'clock game again. We sound like a broken record. Bryson, what do you see out of this team? It's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I don't miss Ron Rivera, and I was is this is this Fitz
0: magic time or is this uh him throwing three interceptions and the backup comes in? Well, I'm hoping he throws three interceptions, <laughs>
1: but that man could go off at any point during the season, so we'll see what happens, but. Yeah. I, I don't miss Ron Rivera. I was very happy when they moved on from him. I just couldn't stand his.
0: No, I let me rephrase that. Cause if that's the way you're taking it, I'm glad they moved on from him. I think it was time. I think there was time for a change, but I miss his, just him in general. It's not, I'm glad they moved on, but At, as, a person, as a man, as a okay, coach, okay, yeah. I love the guy he's, he, locker room player guy yeah yeah he's a good guy there's nothing to hate about him yeah besides the missed opportunities we won't get into that yeah but,
1: but besides <laughs> his coaching there's nothing to hate about him
0: <laughs> oh come on <laughs> he wasn't
1: that bad he brought him to a super bowl who brought him to a super gonna, bowl ron Rivera or cam newton
0: we might have to talk about this could be an hour conversation <laughs> if you ain't giving this guy credit for that super bowl run you're insane but anyway Let's, let's move on. Let's go to the matchup. What do you think? What, what, what does Washington present? What's some challenges
1: for this uh, team Washington's defense, obviously with Ron Rivera coaching, um, he's a defensive minded coach. Washington's defense is, is legit. They were last year and they're going to be this year. They're going to be just as good, if not better this year. They've, they've signed some free agents. Um, they've, they've made some moves to improve where they weren't as good last year. Offense-wise, don't know how good they'll be. Like you said, Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, that guy could throw four interceptions or four touchdowns at any time. You don't know what you're going to get out of him from game to game. Um, going to be an interesting one, but I think Carolina takes it in the end.
0: I feel like anytime these two teams play, it's going to be like it was last year, low scoring, come down to the end sort of game. Um, that's just how Ron Rivera's style is against teams, and I think Carolina, you know, they're going. This is Curtis Samuel territory, you know, and him going to Washington is still kind of confusing. I get why it happened. He had the ties there, but they didn't use him right. And I just, I still can't get over that. And I saw the other day that I think it was Scott Turner that he said that Curtis Samuel is just scratching the surface. Why the hell didn't you guys use him when you had him then? Like, Come on, like this could have been happening two, three, four years ago. I mean, granted, he did have some injury issues and stuff like that. But, you know, this team is interesting. They've added some pieces in the draft. They got Cosme. um, I believe that was in the second round. Was ahead of Carolina. It was when Carolina traded back and they scooped him up right before. And then Carolina traded. It was Cosme. Carolina was supposed to draft. And then they traded back again in the second round. And that could have been because of that. We don't know. Well, I guess we'll we'll never really find out. Um, but yeah, that's they've added some pieces. Chase Young is going to be a stud like he was last year. He's going to give Carolina fits because they're going to move him around. He ain't going to be on Moten the whole time. So that's going to be a tough matchup for the left tackle, whether that's Christensen, Irving. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's a game I, I think is going to be close. I think it could go either way. Let's move on. Week twelve, that's that's a couple days after Thanksgiving. They go to Miami. This is another game that I want mine going to and could be fun.
1: Yeah, the Dolphins are a good team. Um, they're a very well-rounded team, very good coach team, top to bottom. Not a whole lot of weaknesses. Um, a lot of it's going to be based off on how Tua plays. I think Tua struggled times last year, but I mean, he was a rookie thrown into a situation, so. Um, we'll see if he's improved with time, with the playbook, time with coaching, and all that. He was coming into a crazy year, obviously with COVID and all that stuff. So, we'll see if he's improved or not. But they they've made some some signings. Um, they've uh, they brought in Will Fuller from the Texans. Uh, their defense was good last year. Um, brought some more people in, and uh, we'll we'll see how it how it goes. But I think that that's going to be a very tough game for Carolina.
0: Yeah, I think this is gonna be a you know a tough matchup. You got Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, like you mentioned, Devontae Parker. Y- you would think JC Horns matching up on Waddle. I mean, that's gonna go back to the college days. Curious to see how that pans out. That's gonna be fun to watch. Some of the, you just these matchups are gonna be awesome to see what these some of these rookies can do for Carolina. But Dolphins, yeah, they added Waddle, Etchenberg. That was a guy that. I know you talked about for the Panthers, maybe on the offensive line, getting another guy, you know, Jalen Phillips for them, DN they added. So this team, they've added a lot of depth and the dolphins went 10 and six last year. I think their ceiling is whatever, you know, their quarterback can do with Tua. You know, what can, what can Tua bring to the table for them? And hopefully Carolina, this one, this is going to be a tough game. I mean, playing in that Miami heat late in the season, can they get the job done? I think this is another one where they could come home with a big L. So that's one to watch. Let's go to the next one. They go to, they come home to play division rival in Atlanta, December 12th, week 14 game. Again, Atlanta's, I mean, we were at the Atlanta game last year, which really pissed me off that they lost that game.
1: Yeah, they, they should have won that game for sure. Um, again, Carolina's got a good offense. It's going to be a good game. Division division game, every division game this year is going to be tough for Carolina. So it's going to be a good game, like I said before, and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and I apologize. I skipped a bye. So Carolina goes to the Dolphins. Then they have a bye. Then they go to Atlanta. So that's going to help them out week 13. We'll see what they do after the bye. I want to say, did Carolina lose after the bye last year? They are not very good after the bye. I know that. They did win or they lost? They lost. I, I thought so. So Carolina, it's for the last several years, it seems like they have just struggled after the bye weeks. I don't get it. You have more time to, you know, game plan, reassess what you're doing and kind of regroup a little bit, get some of your guys back that are injured. And just every single year, Carolina just can't put it together in that bye week. I just I don't get that. But yeah, Atlanta be another tough matchup at home. Hopefully they can at least split with the with Atlanta because that's one thing they struggled with last year was divisional games so yeah if that's something they're going to need to improve on this year if
1: you remember correctly after the bye week was the Denver game where Drew Locke torched they should have won the torch the Panthers yeah I mean they only lost by five points but yeah Drew Locke torched. they blew that game. Drew Locke looked like a a damn Hall of Fame quarterback versus the Carolina Panthers that (laughs) game so uh we'll we'll hope that the secondary is a lot better this year but um, but yeah, that was the the post by game last season.
0: <laughs> you are so damn salty. Well, at least Teddy's going there. Um, this this is one of my favorite ones, and I don't know. I still want to go to this freaking game. This is Week fifteen. December. They don't even have a date set for this. It's December eighteenth or nineteenth because it could be flexed. But Carolina is going up north to take on the Carolina Bills. So it's Carolina Bills versus Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a fun one. I would love to go to this, be jumping off table, jumping through tables, getting, you know – uh, messy with ketchup and mustard and whatever else they do up there no one circles
1: the wagons like the buffalo bills but yeah i i, I would love come to. on you don't want to go to this
0: game i know no i messy. would
1: love to go to this game but it, you know our wives i mean at least mine she she hates the cold she's not gonna they be make si- a guy's trip hey i'm down with that my my man <laughs> you know me i'm down in that. absolutely i'll be jumping through tables up there but This was the game I was talking about before I even knew what time it was and where it was and anything. I wanted to go to Buffalo, but I wish it was in October or November. But I mean, hell, December 18th or 19th, I can make that work and I could go for sure. Um, uh, Buffalo is going to be a Super Bowl contender this year, uh, as they were last year. And uh, Josh Allen is just a great quarterback. They have a great defense, they have great running backs, they have great wide receivers, uh, top to bottom. Brandon Bean has built a, a hell of a team. Sean McDermott's a hell of a coach. Uh, that's a good team. So
0: a lot of resemblance to Green Bay last year when Carolina had to go up to Wisconsin in the cold at Lambeau. It was around it was literally the same week, I believe. They played it was December, I believe, 18th or 19th as well last year. And Carolina put up a fight. They had they they could have won that game. So I think this. Again, Buffalo is a tough team, but I think Carolina goes up there and uh, you know puts a little pressure on them. I don't see them winning this game, but I think it's going to be close. I really do. This is where – I want to get your take on this because I think it's so weird, and I'm trying to remember back if this has happened, and maybe this is common for the Panthers, but they don't play Tampa Bay until week 16, which is crazy to me.
1: No, that's not always how it's been, but it has, I think – either last season or the season before, um, it was with Atlanta. Um, no, I think it was with the Saints last season, actually, where they didn't play them until the very end of the season, um, like last four games of the season or something, two games pretty much essentially in a row. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting game. The Bucs obviously going off the Super Bowl. Uh, they're contenders again to win it, I if not favorites, to win the Super Bowl again, they brought everybody back, all twenty-two. Um, a good team, unfortunately. Again, I'm. I hate to say it. I wish Tom Brady would get his old ass out of the NFL and retire, and leave us the hell alone in the NFC South. We did not ask for this, but, uh, but yeah, I I have a hard time seeing the Panthers win this game, even with it being a. Is it this one at home? Yeah. Yeah this one this at one's home, at home. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a hard game. I'm going to hope and pray that they win, Uh, but I think it will be close. I'll I'll say that. I think it will be close. So, um, but again, I think it's going to be just a a very hard challenge for them.
0: Yeah. Carolina just, they struggled against Tampa Bay. Those last year they had, they kept it close, you know, first two quarters and then they just get wiped out of the water. I don't see them. I think they lose. I think they lose both of these. I really do. Uh, week 16 and 18. I do
1: too. Unless the Bucks sit people week 18.
0: Yes. that I guess that's a possibility, but yeah, that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Even at home, you know, Tom Brady, I'm sure they're going to be vying for some sort of playoffs, first round, you know, by whatever it is, but yeah, that's week 16. That's a tough one. So and that's going to be hard to swallow, and then it doesn't get better than that. I mean, week 17, January 2nd, 2022, Carolina goes to New Orleans to take on the Saints. And, and you know, it's never it's never easy playing at the Superdome. It really isn't.
1: No, that's one of the hardest places to play in the NFL. Um, the last four games of the season for the Carolina Panthers is a – I mean, it, it it is scary to look at. I mean, you got the Bills, the Bucks, the Saints, the Bucks. The last four games of the season. I mean, you could even go to far as far as to say the last six games of the season.
0: Well, and let's talk. Let's let's get into that a little bit. Let's we know Carolina is going to end the year with the Buccaneers. Out of those four games, let's just play a hypothetical. Carolina somehow is vying for a wild card spot this year. In the and those last four games are pivotal if you're vying for a wild card spot. If out of any of those, the Bills, Bucks, twice, Saints, which which matchup you think they could squeak out a win in in one of those games if they needed to?
1: Um out of the four out of the last four, I think that they could beat the Saints, um in New Orleans because I don't think the Saints are gonna be a, a great team as they have been for the past couple or well, for the for a while. But I think the Saints is most is a most likely um, scenario um, for them to squeak out a win. And then I could see them beating the Bucks in um, Bank of America. I think that's a possibility um, this year, but not likely. But, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise
0: me. I think the Saints would probably be the easier one out of all of them. Buffalo, I think, is an outlier. I think they could squeak out a win there. That's, you know, some sort of – You know, Buffalo is probably going to be a big time favorite, maybe a trap game for them. You always got to think about those scenarios. But yeah, those, I think, I think the Saints one would be probably the easiest one to win. Why don't we get into predictions here a little bit? I don't know if you've, you've calculated or tallied up what you think, but where are you thinking Carolina Falls wins losses? Just, you know, ballpark.
1: Yeah. I think the, safe bet for me um this would be kind of on the i mean my honest opinion um not as optimistic as i could be uh 10 and 7 i think a 10 and 7 is a is very attainable this year they have one of the uh easiest schedules in the nfl um for the first time in a long time which is nice for the carolina panthers 10 and 7, I think, is, is very reasonable with some of the opponents they have. Uh, I could see them going 11 and 6. Uh, the reason I got them at 10 and 7 is because I got them losing to Minnesota um, on October 17th, which I think that they could win that game. So, 10 and You think
0: they could win five more games than what they did last year? And just let me put it into perspective. So Panthers went five and 11 last year. Ron Rivera in his first year with Cam Newton went six and 10 the following year. They only won, I believe one more game. They went seven and nine that second year. So you think Ron only won one more after his first year. You think Matt rule could win five more his second. year. I do.
1: I do. I think that the schedule is set up nicely for them to, um, to do that. I think the schedule plays a lot into that factor there, but They've upgraded the defense tremendously, I believe. In my opinion, Uh, Sam Darnold, if he can play competent, if he can play, just run the offense even to a a minimum, just run it kind of successfully. I think that they could go ten and seven. Um, But if if, I mean, if he comes out and surprises, obviously, I think that they could go uh, eleven and six. But if he doesn't play well, it's not going to be ten and seven. It's going to be something worse, nine and eight, whatever the hell the fucking records are going to be, but I can see them having a losing season. If Sam Darnold doesn't play well, obviously, I think that's a, a big factor is how your quarterback plays. So, um, but yeah, I think 10 and seven is a safe bet for me. In my opinion, I would put money on 10 and seven.
0: Yeah. i w I'm thinking more, I'm going to bring us back down to earth here. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, nine and eight, eight, and nine, which they, Carolina will be the, you know, their first time doing that. Cause it's this weird ass freaking. 17 game schedule this year. I see them winning maybe three, four. I don't. Sam Darnold still worries me. We'll see. He's learning a new offense, growing pains this year. They did improve their roster, but I don't know. I could see. I could see the Saints being a little bit better than some people think. I could. I could see them losing that week two. I could see them losing Dallas week four. Minnesota maybe week six I think they lose they could lose to the Giants week seven maybe squeak out a couple victories Atlanta maybe New England I guess I'm going through the whole schedule here I don't think they beat Arizona I think they beat Washington they lose a tough one to the Dolphins maybe win in Atlanta lose to Buffalo lose to Tampa so I don't even know what that puts us at. I wasn't counting. No, but...
1: I mean, the ones you said mostly, I agree with. I don't think they lose to the Giants. Um, I'm not nearly as high on the Giants as you are. I don't. I think. Mean, I it sounds like you got the Giants in the playoffs, but uh, I, I'm not as high on the Giants. Uh, I think Dallas actually.
0: I think the Giants could vie for a wild card. I don't see them. I I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think more than a wild card. But
1: yeah, we'll so I I got them losing to Dallas, um in in Dallas. Then I had them losing to Minnesota. Then I had them losing to in, in Atlanta, had them losing at Arizona, had them losing at Miami, had them losing at the, at Buffalo. And then at the bucks twice losing. And then uh, I had them winning the week 17 game versus the saints,
0: but. And that puts them at 10 and six, 10 and seven Or 10. and yeah, seven. But
1: sorry. also it week 18, it, it, like I said before, it depends if the bucks play people or not, because if the bucks are playing Blaine Gabbard at quarterback, the Panthers are going to win that game. So that's another win that they could squeak out that we're not expecting. So I think 10 and 7 is a safe bet because I'm I don't they don't lose to the Jets. Uh, in my opinion, they don't lose to the Saints at all this year. I don't think the Saints are going to be a good team. I know you think that they're going to be a little better than people think, but I, yes. I don't think so. They don't lose to the Texans unless Deshaun Watson is playing, then I think that's a different game totally, but I don't think he's playing. They don't lose to the Eagles, which is not a, I'm not as so sure about that one as some of the other ones, but oh, I agree with uh, that one. Minnesota, I, I had them losing. Um, the Giants, they win. The Falcons, they lose one of the Falcons, so they they lose at Atlanta. I have which is week eight. I have them beating the Patriots, losing to the Cardinals, beating, beating the football team, losing to Miami, beating Atlanta once, losing to Buffalo, losing to the Bucks, losing to the Saints or winning against the Saints, then losing to the Bucks, and that has them at ten and seven. That's fair. It, I mean, it's I, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I mean, I'm, right. I'm not normally the fan. That I just
0: can't. I just can't see them going three and one to start the year. I I I can't.
1: Not even on that schedule. I mean, like, so so you think that they versus the Saints in Carolina that that game? You think that they have a legitimate shot at losing that game with Jameis Winston I at quarterback?
0: I a, yeah, I do. I think they have a shot at losing that game. I I never count out Champagne. No, I, I don't care who's that quarterback. They'll put together a good roster.
1: I think I think there's a chance they lose that game, but I don't think it's a, as big as I I feel like you think that there is. I think it's they're they're going to be favored that game. I, absolutely, I think that the Panthers will be favored in Carolina versus Jameis Winston that quarterback in the Saints. They've lost people in their roster. I mean, they still have Kamara, which Alvin Kamara is one of my favorite running backs. They so. still have their yeah. offensive line. But, yeah, they still have their offensive <laughs> line, but. I mean, you, you got Jameis Winston, who's 30 and 30 at quarterback. So, it, I mean, I he can he can stand upright all day, but it seems like he can't decide what team to throw it to. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm just not as high on the Saints as you are, not as high on the Giants. Uh, I'm higher on the Cardinals, it seems like, than you.
0: But you're high on the Vikings. I'm not high on the Vikings I, I at am, all. I'm I,
1: higher on the Vikings.
0: Than- Carolina almost beat them last year with – Teddy garbage Bridgewater, yeah. So yeah, that's mean, true.
1: But I like, but like, um, what I was trying to say is, I, I'm not usually the fan that is overly optimistic. I think that's you're normally more optimistic than I am. So you're
0: like, right. So. I'm very critical this year. Yeah. I was optimistic last year and I got shot in the ass. So I, I, this year yeah. I'm taking it back a step. I just
1: think ten and seven is is legitimately realistic, which is Mr. fair. Yeah. I I
0: think that's a fair. I've seen I've seen a lot of fans do that. I've seen a lot of ten and seven predictions too i think I, I think that could be and i i'm a right around there i think nine and eight, eight and nine around that area that's one or two games give or take so i mean i hope we're both wrong and i hope they're fucking in the playoffs i mean come on like that's what we bought That's all that's what we all want yeah so.
1: i mean 10 and 7 could get them in the wild wild card spot so we'll see
0: yeah we definitely will well let's end with let's end with our boy teddy bridgewater today he decided to drop a bomb on the Panthers organization uh, on his way out. He was on a podcast and uh, I'm going to read you quote word for word. What he said, he said, I'll just say this for Joe Brady's growth. They'll have to practice different things in different ways. This was on all things covered as a, a CBS sports podcast. He said, one of the things we didn't do much of when I was there, we didn't practice two minute drills. We didn't practice red zone. We didn't practice on Fridays, but we, you walk through the red zone stuff. And then on Saturdays, he came out and practiced red zone. You got only about 15 live reps. Matt rule responded this uh, tonight he had a live press conference, trying to focus on the schedules. And that did not go his way at all because that's all the questions were, was about Bridgewater's comments. And he basically said that, you know, he's fine with the way they practice and he wishes Teddy Bridgewater well. And, He's sad to see that he was uh, disagreed with the way they're formatted their practices, but you know, and that's just the way it was. So he didn't really deny what Teddy Bridgewater said, but yeah, let's just get your thoughts, Bryson. I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. I don't think that Matt rule would deny, uh, even if it's not true. I don't think he's that kind of guy to sit here and go back and forth with a disgruntled employee that was dismissed from the team. (laughs) Um, Teddy Bridgewater, was traded to Denver to be a backup quarterback. That's what he needs to do. He needs to move on. Um, he keeps, he keeps doing this subtle stuff about dissing Carolina, the still beat hoodie or sweatshirt he was wearing. And um, this stuff where he was saying, I'm a pro. So I would never do this. I would never say anything bad about my coaches, but here's this stuff. And then he states bad stuff about his coaches. And then he says, but I'm a pro, but I, I would never say that because I'm a pro. Um, he, just needs to move on, get over it. He's he's lucky the Carolina Panthers don't press charges for stealing $30 million from them. Uh He's just, like I said, a disgruntled employee. Uh, Even if it's true, I, I mean, if it is true, yeah, they, they need to work on red zone stuff more because they weren't good in the red zone. But it wasn't only because of coaching. Tay Bridgewater was terrible in the red zone last year. One of the worst quarterbacks in the league in the red zone. The the guy, I think that's where he threw most of his interceptions was in the red zone. So I it wasn't just coaching, so and I don't think Joe Brady wants his advice on anything. I think Joe Brady's good. Okay, so Teddy Bridgewater can just shut his little mouth, go go be a good little backup quarterback like he was traded to be, and just move on.
0: Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm going to listen to his comments because you know it's a player. When any time a player comes out and says something about his former team, it's at least. Sparks your curiosity a little bit, but I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they did. You know, Matt, Matt rule and David Tepper has talked about, you know, the science behind and sports science and keeping guys healthy. And maybe that was their approach. And if that was, Oh, well, that's what their approach was. And who knows if they'll change that, but you know, you mentioned it. Teddy Bridgewater was trash in the red zone. Teddy Bridgewater was trash in two minutes in the fourth quarter and it wasn't play calling all the time. There was, I mean, we had Vincent Richardson on our episode. And what was the one thing he said, Joe Brady ain't off the hook this year. He understands why, you know, teams weren't going after, or I mean, he didn't get a head coaching job this year. He's still got a lot to learn. And I agree. I mean, there were things last year, play calls coming in late decision-making, you know, running God, I love Arma. I hate that. He went to the saints, but running Arma on the fullback fourth and one, versus the Raiders when you had Christian McCaffrey healthy, like, come on, why aren't you, you paid the guy millions of dollars. Why aren't you giving him the rock? Like there's some play calls that he could have had back and stuff like that. So I didn't think there is some growing pains there, but for him to come out and say that that's just, it's sorry. Like move on. Panthers have moved on. You need to move on. Like, and the subtle shit, you know, wearing stuff and just you weren't good just, take your cards, hold them close to your chest and improve and go do what you did. And, you know, try to help Denver out. Like, come on. Like, yeah, Yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't agree with the trash talking bullshit. It's, it's ridiculous. No. And he
1: also said that he's uh, more motivated than he's ever been this year. So,
0: yeah, well, he said that last year and look what happened, you know, it's so it's, you know, it's talk is cheap, you know, put it out on the field and let's see what you can do. So, I mean, I hope the best for him. You you do what you ever gotta do in Denver, but be humble, man. Just stay humble. Don't 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 try to don't try to talk shit and you know harp on some of these coaches. And again, like I said, I you know, maybe Carolina, that's what they did. And if that is the case, they I mean they need to change what they're doing because clearly last year they struggled, those were the areas they struggled in. You I I tweeted this out today about the two minute debacle they had in denver where teddy bridgewater rushed rushed to play in and went and snapped it before the two minutes and then matt rule said after the game that he never wanted that to happen and there was miscommunication well i get it he's a rookie coach coming out of college but those things can't happen like though and those are things they need to work on and i think maybe you know maybe teddy was getting at that but yeah you just you shut your mouth about your former team and move on it's just it's stupid
1: maybe we should get teddy on the show to see if he can uh <laughs> defend himself i don't know maybe uh he might be willing to but we'd probably embarrass him so we wouldn't want to do that
0: <laughs> i don't want anything to do with him he's in denver now denver can have him we're on to sam darnold sadly we'll see what he can do Hey,
1: watch your mouth <laughs> You can't talk shit about (laughs) Sam Darrell until until we trade him next year, and he's talking shit about us.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Let's get to our draft picks of the week.
1: Okay, so the beer I'm drinking today is in celebration of my second favorite sports team in – north carolina the carolina hurricanes they are the central division champions first place in their division so i'm drinking the r&d brewing storm brew um a, a sweet oh, can oh where'd you get that yeah, at uh at lowe's foods um 4.99 Those are awesome. 4.99 for four 16 ounce cans I, I mean that's, that's damn a that's steal. a good deal yeah and it's a good it's a light uh crisp light lager 97 calories, 2.4 carbs. So on the healthier end of a beer. And um it, I mean, it tastes good, 4.2% um from Raleigh, North Carolina, where the hurricanes are. Playoff start um next week, I believe, for the hurricanes. I'll be playing the Nashville Predators. So um excited for that. The Carolina Hurricanes have a legit chance to win the cup this year. So I'll be watching, I'll be drinking, and um, I know you will be too.
0: Shameless uh canes plug. I like uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I keep sticking on this IPA uh, fix here. I went with um, Sierra Nevada's uh, Summer Break Session Hazy IPA. I actually like this beer uh, compared to the one I had last week, which was complete trash. So <laughs> give this one a try. That, that beer is terrible. You could be I'm drinking sorry. piss
1: and it'd be better than last week.
0: <laughs> this one, Sierra Nevada Summer Break Session Hazy IPA. It's actually a it's a lighter IPA. It's only four point six percent. Damn. All, and maybe that's why I like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a pretty good beer. I.
1: Is it bitter at all? Or.
0: Yeah, there's kind of a. It's got that IPA taste when you first drink it, but after a few a few sips, you you get over it. Hmm. Um. It's like the other hazy one I had a couple of weeks ago. I actually like this one better. Um, okay. But again, I think it's a little bit lighter, so maybe that's it kind of eases up more on the IPA taste and the hoppier um, bitterness to it. So yeah, I definitely give this one a try, summer break. It's, it, it's a, it is a pretty refreshing beer. So, But that's all for us tonight. Thank you so much for listening to Panthers on Tap podcast. You can catch all of our episodes every Thursday on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter at Panthers on Tap. For all your Panthers analysis, breaking news, and our giveaways, um, we just want to give you guys a, a heads up that we will um, be doing an every other week sort of thing for our episodes moving forward. Unless you know something breaks or we need to jump on, um, you know, during this off season with content, we don't we don't want to just have an episode to have an episode. We want to give you guys some good content to listen to. So um moving forward throughout the summer we will just be doing every other week we hope you respect that and again if something comes up we'll change that and maybe hopefully me and bryson can get to some of these training caps in spartanburg that's been a dream of mine to go out there and just see what it's all about and take in the heat and the gnats and the mosquitoes and get the full experience Mm -hmm. but i'm excited for that
1: yeah bring back some notes and and then obviously once the season starts uh every week we'll have a game analysis, pre-game analysis and post-game analysis um, we'll we'll be breaking it down every single week during the regular season. That that's not going to be anything. Just just like Curtis said during the off season we don't want to just be having an episode just to be putting one out every week. We don't want our content to get dry or boring. So we're just going to kind of space it out a little bit just to have more to talk about and in more depth on each episode.
0: Exactly. We don't want to oversaturate. But as always